another video here. Um, haven't gotten as many live streams and videos going as I would have liked, but I've uh, been a bit under the weather here. <clears throat> so um, getting back to things and uh, hope to be um, streaming and recording pretty much daily here. So I thought today we'd talk a little bit about um, tone, kind of start off um, kind of light, not too in-depth or anything. So I've got I've got this um, solid body guitar here. Um, it's sort of in the tradition of the uh, Gibson Les Paul um, sort of guitar. So a lot of um, rock kind of things or maybe um, fusion sort of things have been played on this um, type of instrument and um, so I wanted to go through um, some of the, the tonal sort of possibilities of, of the tune so I'll talk a little bit about well maybe I'll maybe I'll play it a little bit pretty simple setup I just have a couple microphones here one is just for voice and the other one is kind of on the um, microphone or on the um, uh, cabinet and just an inch or two away from the, the grill cloth there. So I put some pretty light strings on on these, and I so I'll go over, over a little bit of uh, of kind of the setup. Put some pretty light gauge strings on after having maybe elevens, I think, on this before, and um, <clears throat> so now I played around with eight um, or nine, no, it was nine. And um, because of working through some kind of rock solos with a lot of bending, I'm just finding it really difficult, especially on the third string to um, to bend that. So, so I used nine gauge for a little while and then I, um, I basically just used kind of a spare set of Diodarios that I have in the studio. For um, replacing strings if someone breaks a string or something. So then I uh, found these um, these strings, which are also Diderio, nothing too fancy, um, but um, they are a nine and a half gauge. And I think the the second string is also a half half gauge too. So let me see if I can find that um, um, set really quick so I can just talk a little bit about it. Um, and then while I'm looking for that, so a couple of things, you know, keep to keep in mind as you're thinking about tone and all that is um, type of strings you're, you're using, the type of pick you're using, um, and how how your fingers, especially the fretting hand fingers, uh, relate to the um, to the the strings and the frets, how they kind of interact there. All right, so this set of strings I just put on here, um, Diderio NYXL um, high carbon steel alloy. Okay, nine and a half through forty four. 
So it's got nine and a half on the E string, 11 and a half on the B, 16 on the G, 24 on the D, 34 on the A, and 44 on the E. And I think I need to raise the bridge a little bit because I'm, I'm finding that um, the strings, I feel like if, if I could dig into them a little bit more, they wouldn't kind of rattle against the, uh, the other frets up above. So it sounds like there's a little tinniness there that's going on. So the strings... That's going to be a big component of it. The pick, now I'm using this um, this uh, blue chip pick. So kind of an expensive don't lose sort of pick. So I always kind of keep it in one place. Um, so that, I really like the hard pick, but but it's helpful too. And I keep, keep a bunch of um, picks for my uh, students who come in. And I keep a variety of Fender. So Fender mediums, Fender heavy, and and thin. So that's going to have um, different different effects on the sound too. So let's hear what the uh, th thin pick sounds like. thin pick can help with is uh, maybe strumming, doing more um, uh, kind of getting all the strings. Um, <clears throat> and it's going to give a very little resistance so you can kind of glide over. Also, it's going to clear clear the string with, with very minimal resistance. So if you do single string passages, so if you're doing something a little quicker, um, you might benefit from the, the lighter gauge um pick so let me switch to one of the medium picks here so the medium the sound is going to i think benefit from from being a little sturdier so you're going to give up a little bit of that flexibility and, and so it might not pass over the string quite as well, but it sort of sits in the middle there. Now a heavy string. Or heavy heavy pick. That's going to really give you, um, you know, a nice, really solid sound. Um, and so I'm checking this out. So this, um, I'd have to look up the exact um, depth on these picks. But this one, this blue chip pick, it seems more similar to the heavy pick than it does to the medium. Right. So the heavier pick, you might give up a little bit of the... Um, speed with the picking hand and gain a little bit of that more more weight to the to the tone if you will 
All right, so there's the, the pick. And then if you're using fingers, that's, that's also going to be um, a factor too. So, you know, if you use a, a finger and a nail, um, get a little bit of flesh and a little bit of nail on there, that's going to make a difference. If you just use flesh only, that's going to be um, a factor as well. Now with the, the picking hand, we can actually, you know, set notes in motion just with the picking hand, right? And if we kind of forcefully enough um, put our fingers on a, a note, okay, then that's going to give us a um, particular sound. So the one thing there, I don't know about um, tone necessarily production with the, with the left hand. Um, and maybe I'll have to look into anyone who's kind of studied these sorts of, sorts of things, but the finger, you know, it's holding it down, right? And then you're getting basically the fret and, and changing the distance. So I would, I would think that the pick and the Picking hand in general would have more to do with the tone than the than the fretting hand. I could be wrong, but um, but anyway, there are a couple of things that maybe are not as as tone sensitive, but as but are kind of clarity sensitive. So if you play your finger, we might say that's tone too but so if you play your finger too too far away from the fret and you don't press hard enough you're going to get this sort of ragged buzzing sort of tone which is generally probably undesirable so you're probably going to get your most optimal tone from just keeping the finger really close to the fret so i don't know if that necessarily affects the tone but that's going to probably make the tone as good as it can be and so I don't know if you know but I have to think about this a little bit more but um, the this the skin or the callus that sits on the string itself I'm not sure if that's gonna affect anything right because it's the string is is sitting on the fret there so maybe if you were on a fretless or something like that maybe that would kind of make a difference but so I oftentimes think about the the fretting hand as more like giving the optimal uh, situation for for the the tone to to be produced so that so that you're not working against your tone in any, any way so those are kind of the first things I would say the hand um, the hands and the pick and the strings, right? So we have, um, these are round wound strings and, and so flat wound, you're going to get a slighter, a slightly different sound and you're not going to get as much, uh, kind of squeaking sounds from the, um, sort of horizontal playing. So a lot of factors come in down the down the line so the guitar if you had to have a good build with um 
good quality wood and all that. Um, good transfer of, uh, of the vibration from the bridge into the wood and all that. Um, then the guitar is going to feel good, I would say, you know, just kind of holding it and, you know, the transfer of the energy is all solid. Um, and then the, the um, pickups and their placement are going to be another factor in the tone. So that's the tone that's being sent down the line right through the guitar cable. So if we have, so right now I have it set on the, the next side pickup. And let's see, let's turn the brightness all the way up. So that's the, the brightest setting. Now let's go kind of the opposite extreme. with the uh, tone knob right so um, probably won't get into the uh, individual uh, selections of the uh, uh, humbucker versus uh, parallel and or parallel humbucker versus um, uh, the single coil so the coil tap thing but um, I'll leave that for another talk but basically we go into the bridge side here and just like if you pick closer to the bridge the pickup that sits close to the bridge will get a brighter sort of tone so this is all the way up okay let's go all the way down And then you can blend, um, you know, both of the pickups. All right. So that goes um, down the line through to an amplifier. Now I'm using this, uh, you know, on my on my desktop here. I'm using this Quilter Interblock Forty Five. And um, <clears throat> and so I basically have all of the um, tone settings on noon or twelve o'clock. Usually, I don't mess around with those too much unless um, unless I'm feeling like there's a kind of a problem. Uh, with anything, but uh, or just want a little brighter sound, and then the gain and the volume kind of similar. Get the gain up a little bit, a little bit above noon here. Now, if you set the um, the gain really high up, and then you move the volume in the opposite direction. 
sound and maybe a little more kind of break up especially if, if you're going um, at higher higher uh, volumes of things all right and then um, and then so from actually just before there I've got a little bit of reverb happening so let me turn that off on okay and then going into um, the speaker cabinet so I've got this um, Mesa Boogie Lone Star 2x12 um, and then um, and I was noticing the other day I was watching some um, Pat Martino videos noticing that he was playing through a um, uh, a Mesa uh, cabinet as well, um, but he's he had a different model. I'm not sure the model, but um, a different model. But um, that was kind of interesting. All right, so that is kind of the 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 tone that that we're working working with. Um, so the speakers and how they um, how they sound. And then the the cabinet, you know, the the wood and the and the quality of that um, wood and the the build will also um, affect that as well. I think in maybe in a similar way to um, the guitar, you know, itself. So um, can it handle those um, uh, resonances of the uh, of the uh, speaker as that those as those vibrate and move in and out? Um, and then I believe, you know, the um, quality of the sound is, is also dependent on the um, cabinet as well as the speaker. Okay, and then going into uh, a microphone, um, here we have this Neumann TLM-193. Uh, in this case, on, on this setup. So just to kind of review where you pick, you know, I was, I was watching a little performance or video of Eric Johnson playing um, just this morning, and um, and you know you'll notice that he's he's playing sometimes over here, sometimes over here. So closer to the neck, you're going to get warmer sound. Closer to the bridge, you get much brighter sound and then in the middle. So we can use all of those uh, locations to to help um, shape the tone so if you're looking for a slightly brighter sound you don't even really even need to work on the um, the tone although you can uh, the tone knob but you can move can move your pick closer and another thing that I, I do um, is so sometimes I'll, I'll use the point pointed side of the pick and other times I might use more of the rounded side of the pick so that's sort of the rounded side and then the pointer side so I kind of like the round uh, more more the 
gradual uh, slope of the pick and then the, the heavier pick. But depending on what you're doing and what you're needing to do, that might not always be the kind of ideal uh, situation. So you might turn it around and you know, play with the uh, pointer side of the pick as well. So a couple things I'm going to do setup wise on this is I'm going to raise this bridge just a little bit and um, um, just to accommodate these these strains because they seem a little a little bit loose so when you have uh, the the lower gauge strings um, they can they can tend to um, feel a little bit uh, loose on the uh, strings when you have a higher gauge they're going to the same note um, then it's gonna be a higher tension to get to that that note so sometimes things can be a little bit um, loose now this um, scale length is not particularly long I think it's probably 24 and three quarters something like that and so if you're playing on more of like a, a longer scale like on a Stratocaster or something like that then you may find um, moving to a um, um, uh, a lower gauge will work out um, for you if uh, with that with that longer uh, string string length and then um, you might even try tuning the guitar down a half step and then maybe bumping up the, the gauge so it's, it's a little bit of an experimental process that you want to kind of go through to experiment with a few different uh, uh, strings and things all right everybody well that will conclude our um, talk today uh should be back tomorrow and um hope everybody has a great practice session if you're checking this out on the um podcast um you can see video of this if you become a member um of practice ideas and concepts on the youtube channel check out the link below for that and if you are already a member uh thanks for being a member and i hope you enjoy this live stream i'll see you all in the next one.